0: This is your Kennebec County Sheriff's report with Kennebec County Sheriff Brian Smith right here on Q Media's On Demand. Brian, how are you doing this morning?
1: Doing great, thank you.
0: you we've had really kind of a nice fall so far, haven't we?
1: Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's been great for you know getting projects done and getting out the ball. It's been beautiful.
0: Have you got your deer stands and stuff all ready to go? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got some things done, but not everything done. Right, right. Because I know you usually yeah. not giving away too much, but I know you, your family kind of has a tradition of going up north, don't you, to go hunting?
1: Uh yeah, we uh, we do most of our deer hunting on the Canadian border.
0: Okay, yeah, it's a hike. So that'll be a good excuse it's if you, hike, you yes. if you don't want to talk to me if you're hunting. We'll have to. We still have to figure that out. We got to figure out our dates. What's going to work for you in the you know, going forward here, and also Thanksgiving's on a Thursday. So you and I will chat. We'll do that, obviously not on the air here, but we'll get that figured out. But Brian, talk to me a little bit. What's been going on this past week uh, inside Canaveral County here?
1: Well, um, it seems fairly consistent. Uh, we had another two hundred and fifty calls for service, um, which has been our standard here recently. Uh, we've We've had 15 new arrests um you know, all over the place a couple of DWIs, a few warrants a couple of drug arrests uh driving after cancellation um, a few probation violations uh, and a, a burglary arrest uh, a couple of stolen property arrests um, stop arm violation arrest um so it's, yeah kind of a all over the
0: place. When you say a stop arm, was that like a railroad stop arm, or what was, what? what is that, Brian? Oh, a school bus. Oh, it was a school bus, okay. I didn't even put that into perspective. I So they, you and I had talked about that with school starting. Uh, these issues yeah. with people not, not following the rules when it comes to school buses, um, the, I know they're trying to, and they have cameras on the bus now, too, right? Well,
1: yeah, yep okay and that's that's been very uh instrumental in helping move forward with those prosecutions okay, uh, because it it leaves no uh it leaves no doubt
0: Mm-hmm. yeah it's a good reminder again the school buses everybody's out and about again, and when you see that bus. I'm not saying I do everything right by any stretch, but I've always kind of overdone it. I mean, I, especially in these rural communities, you know, you come up over a hill and you see a stretch. I mean, I start slowing way ahead of time. And, and part of the reason is, depending on how quickly the student gets off the bus, if I back off early enough, I can almost still be moving. And what I mean by that is I've slowed down so much that I'm far away from the bus in the first place. And by the okay. time they bring the arm back in, I haven't even caught up to where I'd have to stop, and then they're going again. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. yeah, it just makes it easier, oh. and you're just playing yeah. it safe. And I and I know what's sometimes in town, especially you can come up on them really quick. So just yeah, be aware. You will be cited. And Brian, do you know offhand what if someone's cited for something like that? What the cost is? What the infraction is?
1: Well, it's uh, it's a gross misdemeanor, so it's it's a heavy, uh, it's not just a minor traffic thing. It's a, it's a serious violation. So it could be fined up to a thousand dollars. There could be jail time potentially. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty serious violation.
0: So just make- the reason
1: for it is it's, it's so dangerous, mm-hmm. you know,
0: yeah. you get little
1: kids out on the, they put their feet on the, on the street to walk to their house and, and, People aren't following the uh, those those stop arms and going past the buses um, on either side, and uh, somebody's going to get killed. Yeah, and that's not acceptable.
0: Exactly. So just to, just a good reminder there. I kind of interrupted you there. Was there any other uh, things that, along those lines that you wanted to share with us?
1: Uh, well, we had we had a lot of you know uptick and suspicious calls, so sure if that's just because of the fall hunting that's going on. Um it's it kinda all over the place but uh I do know that there there we've had some metal theft type things going on. Um so uh there's there's certainly that kind of activity going on. So please if you see something that doesn't fit, do not hesitate to call us, give a vehicle description, license plate, a direction travel, whatever, those kinds of things and uh uh, a lot of times we can we can intercept those and and at least get a name um and a location um in case something in the future comes up that's uh, criminally involved
0: mm-hmm. and when you say metal are you talking again um what it, what specifically is it still are we still talking the catalytic converters that kind of thing
1: uh catalytic converters um uh we've had uh, a number of well, not just us but our neighbors too number of thefts of like uh, cable um oh. so there's you know there's cabling projects going on along the on along the highways and there's been spools of cable that have been stolen <laughs> they stripped the the shielding off and try and sell the metal inside um so yeah it's you know it, it, it's anything they can sell and get money for
0: yeah. Okay. Well, Just good to know and to be aware of. Yeah, absolutely. And then yes. before yes. we came out, you you touched on there's kind of an event coming up you wanted to share with us too, Brian.
1: Yeah, so this weekend, um this weekend we have uh our semi-annual um drug take back. So, uh the the DEA sponsors a drug take back in the spring and the fall and we have participated for Oh, many many years. I can't even think of how long it's been now. But um, so we set up uh, a location where you can bring your unwanted and unneeded uh, prescription drugs and dispose of them uh, properly. Okay. Uh, that way they don't get they don't get in our groundwater. Um, and then we take those and then um, when they're all collected, we box them up and the DEA. Uh, basically, pays for the disposal, which is through a, a state incinerator. So they're burned off at such a high heat that um, it, it's much more acceptable to our environment to to do it that way. That's the most proper way for a lot of uh, a lot of our prescription medications.
0: Sure. And so the the thing to do, I guess, would be just like we always talk about seasonal things. Maybe cleaning your closet out and you know, making donations of your clothes and things to whomever. In this case, go through your medications, and if it's outdated, uh, you're not using it, et cetera, put it in a baggie or whatever and load it up, and then it's going to be in the parking lot, I understand, at the at the jail there. Brian?
1: Yeah, so we used to, we used to do it inside Coburn's, um, but when the pandemic took place, um, we weren't able to do that, but we wanted to continue that service so we started doing a basically a drive-through and uh we set up a, a booth in our our parking lot of our jail um in between the jail and the courthouse and you can drive up you don't have to get out of your vehicle drive up and my um, drug task force agent will be there and uh, a SAC coordinator will be there and they'll push the box out to you you can drop your medications in there and be on your way.
0: That is such a great idea. Uh, I know it sounds weird to, to think about, but I know when my mom passed away, for example, she had several medications, and I wasn't quite sure at that time exactly what to do, and then I found out anytime, really, you can go to uh, where the jail is and, and push a button, and they'll let you in, and there's a, there's a container in there to get rid of them as well. But this is so convenient that you can just drive right up between 10 and 2 this Saturday, and go where Brian was telling you there and drop it off. I mean, the convenience is, is amazing. And if you have, you know, stuff yeah. like that, get it yeah. out of the house. I mean, it's it's not doing you any good. And clean out that right. medicine cabinet.
1: Right. Yeah. You don't need that stuff sitting around. They, you know, there there are expiration dates on most of those medications, so they're probably not going to work right after, you know, too long. You want to keep them out of the hands of our children mm-hmm. um, because we don't need Kids experimenting with with drugs that could be extremely dangerous for them. Um, they're prescribed to you for a reason, and they don't need to be going to anybody else. Right. So just dispose of them properly, and we don't want them flushed down the toilet during our to get into our groundwater Because that's proven that that's, that happens. So we want to dispose of them the right way, and this is this is the best way available.
0: So, Absolutely. And yeah, any day of
1: the week. 24-7 you can come to the jail and drop them off at our got a secure drop box inside the, the jail entryway um so no questions asked just bring them in and uh, dispatch will let you into the the main uh, foyer area and uh, it'll be a big white mailbox looking thing and you just drop your unwanted in there and I mean, you could be on your way
0: Yep, it's really convenient. Saturday,
1: it's even easier because you don't yeah. have to get out of your vehicle.
0: Yeah, it's a bonus. So check it out. Again, 10 to 2 this Saturday at the jail parking lot there by the courthouse, too. Uh, you can pull out. You'll see the folks there. And hopefully it'll be, a, I think it's supposed to be a pretty nice weather day, so they won't be standing out in the rain waiting yeah, for I you to pull through.
1: I, yeah, a little cool, but it's supposed to be sunny and uh, should be nice. Um, so
0: Great day to get uh, out. It's
1: right, of, uh, it's right off of Vine Street.
0: Mm-hmm. So the
1: parking lot's off Vine Street. That helps.
0: Yeah, for, to get location-wise. So, okay, good, Brian. Thanks for sharing that, too. And I also want to just uh, touch on a couple things this morning, Brian, that came to my attention. One was in the Star Tribune. The, the title of the article was, The Boss Says Slow It Down in Traffic. And they were talking about, and you've mentioned it many times uh, with our chats in the morning, about they're really alarmed by the amount of really uh, speeding incidences, inattentive driving. It's become very apparent unfortunately through lives being lost that this is something they have to take a good look at so some of the bigger employers I understand uh, with the Minnesota Safety Council have gotten together and they have a lot of resources they're putting out at places of work to remind people hey you know slow down nothing is worth you know speeding and, and a lot of this they attribute to speeders and have you found that to be the case in our area as well a little bit Brian?
1: Well we it's definitely happening for sure uh, because we're we're seeing those extremely high speeds. you know we're not talking just ten miles an hour over the speed limit. We're talking twenty, thirty, forty miles an hour over the speed limit, and uh, that that's dangerous. and uh, it's our our traffic related deaths um, are way up over past years. We haven't seen numbers like these um, maybe ever. Um, so, obviously there's a lot of things going on and uh speed is high speeds are are definitely attributing to some of those um so that's uh that's why there's there's a a huge push to to get this in check uh before we lose even more lives Mm -hmm.
0: yeah it's been it's been a serious problem
1: right you know and you know the enforcement part of it's bad enough um You know, those those kinds of extremely high-speed citations are uh, very costly. And uh, not only uh, the potential to lose your license, um, but uh, uh, there can be some extra charges there with reckless and careless driving, um, which is going to skyrocket someone's insurance. Um, A lot of these, you mentioned the employers um, that hire people to drive for them. Uh, for whatever they do, you know their insurance rates um, are affected by the drivers they have working for them. So um, they're they're obviously vested in making sure their drivers are obeying the, the speed laws and the distracted driving laws um, because it affects them too.
0: Most definitely, yeah, that's a big part of it right there, and just the safety of everyone involved. And I know they said in this particular article, I just happened to pull. Uh, pull up a couple of the numbers. They say speeding is a leading factor of fatalities, just what Brian was talking about, and then it's followed by impaired driving, lack of seatbelts, and distraction, and they broke the numbers down. I won't go into all those details, but as Brian mentioned, we're on pace to have the worst year ever in pretty much since they've been keeping track of this. So it is a serious problem, and I I don't know. I mean, maybe trying to figure out why is a good thing, but I just, I don't know if it's just life in general, if it's the pandemic, I don't know what has kicked everything into a higher year, higher gear, but I guess these things are cyclical and maybe that's just what's happening.
1: Uh, I, I think there's more, there's more going on uh, right now than, than ever before. And, um, I, I had a, a training thing here this past summer, uh, through the Sheriff's association and, um, the, the speaker, um, a lot of research on this, and um, we've been through. Our, our nation has been through a lot mm-hmm. in the past uh, 24 months, and uh, it's, it's not dissimilar to um, a combat. And there's some post-traumatic stress involved there, and that that can affect people in different ways. And some people really struggle with it. Others handle it a little better. But regardless. There's a lot of stress there, and now we're seeing the, the effects of that stress, and you know, people are releasing it in in reckless and dangerous ways, and uh, that's why we're seeing a lot of what we're seeing.
0: Yeah, That's a very good point, Brian. So hopefully people find better ways to handle that stress, and we get these numbers down because this is scary stuff. And and before I let you go... There's, there's, oh. help, there's help out there yeah. for that yes. and all kind of stuff, and...
1: You know, reach out. A lot of employers have uh, good benefits for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just part of the benefit package. doesn't even cost you anything. Um, but, you know, it helps to get that out. You know, talk about those things with
0: somebody. Definitely. And you're absolutely yeah. right. A lot of employers do offer that. That's a good point, Brian. They have mental health built right in. Even small businesses have have that as part of uh, a package to be able to help people. You know, there's so many that you can get for um, sessions, whether it would be counseling or something uh, more involved. And there's some really good uh, help right in our backyard here in Kennebec County. So I hope people take advantage of that if they need to, right?
1: Yes, and and I know the county is, is currently working on bringing uh, a number of different mental health initiatives here to Kennebec County to help our uh, our citizens here so it's
0: a good idea for sure and before I let you go Brian one more if if, I don't want to make it a quick thing but I know you have to get going too but uh, let's just touch on farm equipment it is that time a lot of combines were, were taking care of oats and different things I noticed last weekend and you get some of those big combines on the road or people are hauling hay and trying to get ready for the winter just another reminder about slow moving vehicles Brian and what we need to do there
1: yeah, and, and, you know, it really comes down to being attentive and, to being patient. Um, so, you know, don't <laughs> try to leave early. Give yourself a little extra time. Um, and, and it is harvest season, and there's a lot of big equipment out there um, trying to get the crops to where they need to get to for storage or transportation. And uh, getting that equipment from field to field so that it can get harvested in a timely manner. Um, and I've been out and about a lot this week and, uh, I, I think every time I'm out in the County, I've run across some sort of farm equipment, traveling at a slow speed and, uh, they're big pieces of equipment, so they really can't get out of the way. Uh, so you, you gotta give them some space and, uh, and wait for a safe opportunity to pass them safely and, um. It's that's uh, just part of our community here out in rural Minnesota.
0: Most so. definitely, yeah, and it's it just yeah. it's so yeah. important, and I a lot of it is. You know, they'll have flashing lights, that kind of thing. To me, the biggest issue is you don't really know if they're going to take a left or a right necessarily. If they, you know, they're moving down the road. So if you have a road coming up, if you have where it looks like a driveway or something, if you can just, if there, even if there is an opportunity to pass, just wait till you're sure they're not making a left or right, and then you can safely, when traffic allows, get around them. Because that, that's what I, biggest nightmare is. Oh, they're going to turn here now, and you've gotten in the left lane to go around them, and that's um just a. Uh, a disaster right there ready to happen
1: right absolutely and a lot of times you can tell just by looking at the roadway uh, where they're going in and out mm-hmm. of frequently yep so you, you see those i would anticipate that they're probably gonna probably gonna go into one of those spots so um yeah you just gotta use your head and and be patient
0: yep patience is a is a virtue is isn't there a saying like that somewhere
1: <laughs> I think there's a saying like that, yeah. yeah I it took think... me a while to learn that one, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm I working on
0: it. I'm, I'm still <laughs> a work in progress, but I'm really trying, absolutely. Brian... Oh, we're
1: all a work in progress. Oh, yeah. isn't We're all that... a work in progress, so...
0: For sure. Well, Brian Smith, because I know you're a busy man, I'm going to let you get on with your day, but uh, let's... You and I will try to catch up either via text message or something. I want to make sure I... We just kind of check our schedules going forward, because... If we can keep having our chats in some way, shape, or form, even if we have to do a pre-recording, let's let's get that done, alright? Sounds good. Alright, my dear. Have a great day. We'll catch up with you next week. Alright, sounds good. Alright, take care. You've been listening to a Q Media Group Production.